I should start smoking if I'm gonna sound like that. Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy Advice to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, Mike is in the building. Man, Mike, we gotta get a new intro for you, dude. I feel like we've said that a lot. You are constantly in the building. Mike, what's up? Hey, what's up? And you, you gotta talk more. You gotta talk more. I don't know if I've said that enough, but I feel like you just kind of, you're just kind of here. I, I haven't seen the movie Click, but I hear that Adam Sandler is just kind of there. He's just kind of saying, hey, hey, I'm Mike. That's you. That's you, Mike. Anyway, guys, we have a great show for y'all. Oh, wait, did I forget to do my little spiel? Hey, uh, this is Chris to Chris. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, you guys might know me from all those things. YouTube, uploaded.com. We're there. We're there. Guys, I am filming this or filming. Mike, we should start filming this. I am recording this rather uh, late in the evening. So I'm on a tight schedule and I'm a little bit tightly wound here, I guess, because of it. So yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna fly up the seat of our pants. My wife said I've been shooting by the hip a little too much, or I've been announcing that I've been shooting by the hip a little too much. So I'm not gonna announce that. I'm just gonna bang, if you know what I mean. Uh, we have a great show for y'all today. We are gonna be talking about undocumented extraterrestrials. We're gonna talk about bathroom etiquette, streaming wars, clown therapy, listener questions, and a whole lot more. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Whew. I had, a, I had a fun weekend. I hope, I hope you did, Mike. I hope all of you guys did, because I do end this show with an ominous threat to enjoy your weekend or else. So uh, let's, let's talk about this, this, uh, <laughs> this show. <laughs> if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, that, then you know it's uh, September 20th, 2019, which is a Friday. also means that it's the day that the Area 51 raid is supposed to happen. Now, for you uh, people listening to this in the future, and I mean years and years from now when this podcast is preserved in some sort of, uh, what, what are they called, time capsules? I'm sure this podcast will end up in several time capsules. So when, when somebody unearths this podcast, whether it be a human being or, or sentient AI, you guys might not be aware that uh, there was an Area 51 raid that was supposed to happen on September 20th, 2019. And if you're listening to this episode right now, it is happening or has happened, right? It was a big deal on Facebook. We talked about it about uh, five or six weeks ago. Now, I marked myself on Facebook as interested in going, but I got to be honest. I used to drive back and forth to Las Vegas all the time, all the time. I mean, multiple times per month, and it sucked. And I mean, when I say back and forth, I mean from uh, Las Vegas to Southern California. So we're talking about at least... Uh, uh, six to seven hours of my week driving and looking at nothing. So it sucked, all right? It sucked. Uh, driving up there on a, a Friday and getting stuck in traffic with thousands of lunatics, to me, personally sounds like a bad idea. So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Instead, I'm going to just watch this train crash from afar because I think that is the best spot to watch a train crash I like to look at a lot of things from first person, but I don't want to. I've decided I don't want to be in a train crash in person if I can avoid it, obviously. So I wish you guys all the best if you're going. I do want to see them aliens, so let's make it happen. Now, that said, I do have a problem on my hands. See, not only is this episode airing on the same day as the Area 51 raid, it's also our 51st episode. Boom. I think I kind of said that that might 
have happened. You know, as long as this episode didn't get delayed, it would be our 51st episode. And yes, of course we planned it. Of course we planned it that way. You know, we started this show in October of 2018 just so that we could do this Area 51 raid on the same day as our 51st episode. I feel like I'm rambling, okay? My point is that I'm not sure it's a coincidence. I'm not sure it's a coincidence that episode 51 of Chris to Chris is happening on the same day as the Area 51 raid. Because something strange is happening in my life right now, and I'm starting to get worried. Okay, we're going to dive into that a little bit more. But first, let's move on to what we like to call our tip of the week. And this week's tip is going to be divisive. I'm going to say that straight up right now. It is going to be divisive. We might lose some fans because of this week's tip. Some of you are going to find it hard to to keep listening. I'll be honest about that. But... If you already listened to our Terms of Service episode, I'm pretty sure you have no choice. I'm pretty sure, legally speaking, you have to keep listening to the show as long as it is in production. So I don't want to say that you will be sued, but I don't want to not say it either. So normally I tease this out. I make you wait. But this week I'm just going to come out and say what our tip is. This week's tip is to put down my goddamn toilet seat. Okay? Can you do that? Can you do that? I'm done, folks. I'm done. I'm done. You know, I've had enough. I've been thinking about this for years now, and you're going to see why. You're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be obvious. It's going to be evident. I'm, I'm, I'm finally going to talk about it. I, this, this could have been my tip of the week on day one. First of all, let me make this clear. I do not care what you do in your own home. If you want to dress up like a unicorn and cry by yourself, great. Do it. If you want to watch reruns and eat your own earwax, please be my guest. If you want to take a big shit and leave the toilet seat up and flush it, do you, baby boo, please. But don't do it in my fucking house. That's it. That's it. You can't afford a house, bro. Shut up, Mike. Shut up. I want to be clear about something else. I'm a man, and I stand up when I pee, okay? I've always done it. I've always done it. It could be 3 a.m. in the morning. 3 a.m. in the morning. It could be 3 in the morning, right? Both of my legs are broken. But I will find a way to stand up and piss all over the toilet rim and the floor and uh, make my way back to bed. Standing is all I know. And I say this because I don't want you to get the wrong idea about this week's tip. This is not coming from a man that sits down to pee. Okay? Okay? I sit down to not pee. I sit down to sit. But I stand to pee. And yet... Despite this fact, I also close the lid after I urinate. Mike, do you know why I do this? Why? I close the lid because I don't want to cake my bathroom full of shit and piss particles. Did you know that was a thing? When you leave the lid open, the flush of the toilet shoots your fecal matter into the air. If it wasn't so disgusting, it would be beautiful. This means that you are covering shit all over the place. You're covering it over your towel. You're covering it over your sink. You're covering it over your shower. You're covering it over my light switch, over my fucking patience. And again, 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 if this is the way you want to live in the comfort of your own home, go nuts, go nuts, okay? When I visit other people's homes and I see the lid kicked up, I don't throw a shit fit. It's your house. Do you. Hell, I might leave the live up for you. I will. I will. I will uh, flub my words just like that. Mike, 
I have noticed a, a pretty sad trend amongst the people I know. See, it turns out that everybody that visits my place is blind. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Mike, did you know that? I, I didn't know that everybody that comes to my place is blind. Everybody who comes to my place is blind and also has to take a big shit. They're blind. Because apparently, they can't see that the toilet seat was left down before they got here. You know, I, when, I, when I visit somebody else's place, I try to leave it exactly like I found it. You know, if you killed somebody, for example, if you killed somebody and you left the body slumped over the bathtub during uh, the July 4th party, you know, it's Independence Day, uh, we're out there barbecuing, gotta go to the bathroom, but you know, you killed somebody on July 3rd, right? It happens, it happens. So you left the body in the bathtub, arms slinked over the tub, and, uh, you know, I have to go pee. I have to go pee. Your toilet seat is up, the body's up, uh, but, you know, the, the arm is, is kind of in my way, so I accidentally uh, move it with my leg, and I realize it. Ah, oh, dang, I'm being a bad guest. I'm being a bad guest. So by the time I leave, before I leave, I'm going to move that arm back. I'm going to nudge it back to where it was, because that is what it means to be a good guest. You put things back the way they were, right? It's just common courtesy. Now, if you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to this episode and you're guilty of spraying your shit and piss all over my apartment, just know that I love you. This is coming from a place of love. It is. I love you, but you are pissing me off and you're pissing off all my towels. You're pissing all over everything I own. So this week's tip is to uh, leave the, the lid exactly like you found it for fuck's sake. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. So this week's Video Game Corner is going to sound a lot less like a video game corner and much more like a TV show corner. Because unfortunately, absolutely nothing happened in the video game industry this week outside of like, well, uh, you can buy a wireless Super Nintendo controller for your Switch now and uh, like six Batman games are free on the Epic Game Store this week. But other than that, absolutely nothing happened. Don't try to fact check me on that. It's true. Just just accept it, okay? So this week, we're going to talk about TV shows. So first, we're going to talk about uh, Seinfeld. Because Seinfeld is uh, still culturally relevant. It, it, the show is best known as the show about something. That's what people always call it. What's Seinfeld? Oh, if you haven't watched Seinfeld, that's the show about something. So uh, it was recently announced that the Office and Friends are going to be leaving Netflix in about a year or so. I think twenty twenty one. So they got to make up for it somehow. You know, uh, Netflix already costs like what fourteen bucks a month, and then you got Disney Plus coming at like seven bucks a month, and Apple coming at Apple TV coming at like six bucks a month. Everybody's trying to undercut Netflix, and so Netflix uh, has their work cut out for them. They got they got to keep people around. So they decided to go hunting for a new, a new show, a new old show. They needed a show that you're used to watching in reruns, and they found the show Seinfeld. So apparently Hulu is losing the streaming rights in, in 2021. So according to the, I was going to say the New York Times, but it's actually the LA Times. They're on the opposite side of the country. Uh, Netflix uh, just dropped over $500 million to stream the show. I don't know how many years. Like maybe like, what, five, I'm assuming. Mike, did you know that... 500 million, over 500 million, is actually more than half a billion dollars. <laughs> These guys haven't made a new episode of Seinfeld in over like 20 years. And the show is still worth half a billion dollars. Jeez. On that note, on that note, 
It was also recently revealed that uh, Warner Brothers has been gearing up for their new streaming service called HBO Max. Everybody needs their own damn streaming service. I was going to say uh, a, a worse, uh, a more offensive cuss word than that. I don't know if I'm going to have time to censor my curse words this week. Uh, so, you know, if you have sensitive ears, please uh, rewind the episode and ignore. But, uh, yeah, everybody needs their own streaming service now because Netflix is, uh, or they were killing it. I guess they're still killing it, but now they have room to be killed. It's going to be a streaming bonanza. So the good folks at uh, Warner Brothers, they must have asked themselves, you know, what show just screams HBO Max? And they thought and they thought and they thought about it. And they decided that that show, the show that defines HBO Max, was the Big Bang Theory. You guys might have uh, heard of it. It's a CBS show. It's not going to be on uh, CBS, uh, what is it? CBS, the CBS's own streaming service. Their biggest show they've had in the last 20 years, and they're not going to have it on their own service. Because here's what it is. Mike, Deadline is reporting that they spent, Warner Brothers spent more than $600 million on the rights to stream this show. Again, I don't know how many years, five, six, how many years? How many years does $600 plus million get you to stream The Big Bang Theory? Now, I don't know how much HBO Max is going to cost, but HBO Now, which is their current streaming service, it's like 15 bucks a month, and that's more than Netflix, and I'm about ready to drop it, to be honest. You know, Game of Thrones is over. Season 8 was a disappointment. Do these fools really think that they're going to charge me like 20 bucks a month so that they can pay off their Big Bang Theory debt? No, 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 no. I looked it up. I looked it up, and apparently, these are the same guys that bought... Uh, the Friends rights, too. So Netflix is losing Friends. Remember that? We established that about five minutes ago. Netflix is losing The Office and Friends. And HBO is the uh, the guys that, uh, that got the Friends. So, yeah, you know what I think about when I think of HBO? I think of, I think of the Big Bang Theory and Friends reruns. Mike, they spent over $1 billion, okay? $600 plus million plus $400 plus million equals over $1 billion on two TV shows. Two. Two TV shows that are available to watch for free. Like 16 times a day on network TV and, and what, TBS? Very funny. So uh, that that's your uh, video game news for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Woo! Woo! <laughs> earlier, earlier in the show, we were talking about uh, the Area 51 raid. You guys might remember. And I mentioned uh, that something weird had happened to me recently. And I want to explain that a bit. So earlier this week, I I got an alert from Verizon on my phone. It said, your free Verizon rewards credit is about to expire. Hurry up and choose your free gift. First of all, if you guys don't know, Verizon rewards is not free. It's not free. I am paying out the ass for Verizon luxury. In fact, Verizon just raised my bill like four bucks a few months ago with no explanation why. I need to chew them out, but it's like four bucks, so it's like you have to find the energy to chew somebody out over four dollars, and it's not their fault. It's not the person you're talking to. It's not their fault. They didn't do it. It's Verizon's fault. Some corporate asshole who wants extra millions of dollars for his bonus this year. (sighs) Jeez, I hope I I didn't ruin my chances of getting a, a job at Verizon one day. 
Anyway, uh, 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 <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm losing it. Uh, they they they. I went to find out what my my free Verizon rewards gift is, right? And they had some things. They had some bullshit coupons, like, "Hey, you can get five dollars off if you spend two hundred dollars or more on some Verizon uh, phone accessory, like headphones, something like that." And that's obviously garbage. So I went with something else. I decided to get a free movie from Lionsgate. So I go to their website. They don't tell you what movies are eligible, by the way. You just kind of have to roll the dice and say, "Hey, maybe Lionsgate has some good movies." So I go to their website. They had they had some good movies. I got to be honest. They had some good movies. They had some some garbage. But I decided to uh, to uh, get this movie called Long Shot because I heard it was pretty good. It seemed like a, a good date movie. Rated R. I like good rated R movies because I'm a mature individual. And of course, you know you're getting this movie digitally. So I redeemed it on Vudu. The, the streaming service. And I almost never, I almost never use my Vudu account. I've got a bunch of expired codes for, for digital copies just sitting in Blu-rays throughout my home. They're just expired sitting there because I'm an idiot. I just thought, you know, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then they expired. So now I'm stuck with a format that will one day be useless. Say lovey. Anyway, I logged into my uh, Vudu account and boom. Boom! Long shot had been added to my uh, voodoo library. But wait, but wait, what's this? Mike, Mike, three other movies were in my library that I never paid for. Three. Look, my voodoo library that I had known had had the Lego Batman movie. I bought that. It had Gotham by Gaslight uh, that my, my, my wife bought for me, another Batman movie. It had Logan, great movie, and now it had Longshot. Except for Longshot, I own all of these on Blu-ray, right? I had activated the codes. But Mike, I was surprised to find out that I had also owned The Martian, starring Matt Damon. I owned Happy Feet. I also owned The Fate of the Furious. These were all in my library. I had never, ever purchased these. I've seen Happy Feet. I've seen The Martian. They were both pretty good. I guess, you know. But I didn't buy them. I rented them on Redbox or something. So how'd they get in my library? And also, you know, I, I've never seen The Fate of the Furious. I've never seen any Fast and Furious movie. That's a that's an admission on the show. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I saw about like the first ten minutes or so of uh, the the one that nobody liked, Tokyo Drift, starring Lil Bow Wow. And then we bailed on that movie because it was a movie nobody liked, including I guess myself. So there is no scenario. There is no scenario where, you know, I'm just clicking around, dicking around, looking for a movie to watch, and I say, hey, look, 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 there's Fate of the Furious. I have never seen any of these movies, but maybe I will start with the eighth movie in the franchise, and, you know, I'll watch it years from now. I'll watch it years from now. I'll forget about it and watch it years from now. I should pay full price for this. So I don't know what's going on here, but I'm pretty sure it's linked to Area 51 somehow. We'll find out. But first, let's move on to a little thing we like to call the news. Here's a story about a guy in New Zealand, Mike. You like New Zealand, right? Uh, actually, did you know that the, the people in New Zealand are, are named after fruits? I didn't know this. Well, 
Wikipedia says it's not actually fruits that they're named after. They're actually named after these little fat birds that can't fly, but they share the same name. They're called kiwis. Kiwis. So this is a story about a kiwi named Joshua Jack. Not Jackson, just Joshua Jack. Anyway, Josh worked for an advertising company in Auckland, New Zealand, and he gets his email from his bosses. He gets his email? Yeah, he gets an email from his bosses. Telling them that he's been invited to a meeting to to talk about his future at the company, which is, of course, bad news. You know, you get an ominous email saying, hey, we need to talk about your future at the company. And apparently in New Zealand, the law says that you can bring somebody with you for emotional support before you get uh, shit-canned. And according to Josh, he knew he was going to get shit-canned because uh, they encouraged him to bring somebody with him. So it was obvious that he was going to be fired, right? So Josh decides to do the right thing, and he hires a clown for 200 Kiwi bucks, which I guess comes out to about $127 US dollar. That's not bad. That's not bad. I don't know how long you get a clown for 127 bucks, but I gotta say, it's not, that's not bad. You know, you get somebody to, to put makeup on and uh, a wig and these crazy clothes and a big shoe and just talk like a jerk. 127 bucks, not bad. Not bad. So during the meeting, the clown is making balloon animals because that is how he gets his emotional support. Uh, Josh did it in an interview with uh, a radio show after he got fired, and he said that the clown had to make the balloon animals pretty slowly because apparently making balloon animals in a closed office space is, in fact, pretty loud. It's pretty loud. It makes a lot of noise. So he only made two. He only made two, and Josh said that he paid essentially about 100 Kiwi bucks per balloon animal. And that's all the news I got. I actually have a very fascinating news story that I can't wait to talk about next week, assuming I don't forget about it. And Mike, I need you to remember or, or remind me to, to not forget about the news story uh, that I haven't given you any hints on. So please, please remind me. <clears throat> sure. Okay, so uh, in the meantime, uh, let's move on. How about that? <laughs> I, I've been, uh, I've been uh, thinking more about voodoo. Can't get it out of my head. And I think I might have cracked it. I think I might have cracked it while I was talking to you about uh, kiwis. So I've been clicking around the, uh, the Voodoo website, and I found my account history. All three movies, it turns out, were added on December 24th, 2018. And in uh, 2018, December 24th was actually the day Christmas Eve landed. That was the day that it landed that year. So I, I looked at my, uh, my bank account history, and there are no Voodoo purchases during that week. Trippy, right? Trippy. So I looked at the calendar, and December 24th was on a Monday last year, which means that I was at work, most likely, when these movies were added. I was at work on Christmas Eve because life is terrible. So I was trying to figure out, I was trying to figure out, why do I have these three movies? Why these movies? Why do I have movies about penguins and Mars and Vin Diesel? But then it hit me. It hit me. Happy Feet, if you haven't seen it, Happy Feet has a pretty blatant message about global warming in it. And Vin Diesel literally has the word diesel in his name. Those movies are all about burning gas, right? The Fast and the Furious, burning gas. And so I think that the message here is that we can either start dancing with penguins in Antarctica, you know, keep it snowy, keep it frosty, or we can burn up the ozone layer and end up on a dry-ass planet like Matt Damon in The Martian. 
Mike, do you see what's happening here? Do you see what's happening here, Mike? <clears throat> no, not at all. It goes deeper than this, Mike. These movies all arrived on December 24th, right? 2018. December 24th, 2018. Well, I busted out the calculator, buddy. It turns out that December is actually the 12th month of the year. 12 plus 24 equals 36. You could fact check me on that. You guys can all fact check me on that. 12 plus 24 equals 36. And if you add up the numbers in 2018, 2018, you get 11. 2 plus 0 plus 1 equals 3. 3 plus 8 equals 11. 36 plus 11 equals 47. Fact check me on that too. And these movies all show up in the same place. Voodoo. And voodoo is not spelled traditionally. It's spelled V-U-D-U. There are four letters in that. Four letters in voodoo. Four plus 47 equals 51. My God. Are you, are you feeling the same shivers, the same spine-tingling chills that I was feeling? Mike, the aliens knew the whole time. They knew the whole time. They gave me these movies that I will never watch as some sort of extraterrestrial Christmas gift. And of course, as a warning to mankind. At least that's what I assumed happened, right? That is what probably happened. So uh, there we are. I think I, I, think I uh, busted this case. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. And we have some great questions this week. Ken, great listener here. He asks, what answers did you prepare for this week's podcast? Well, uh, most of the answers were prepared about uh, the uh, last Democratic national debate, but I didn't get any questions about that. So uh, I had to scrap them. I had to scrap them. So what you're going to get is uh, a bunch of unrelated answers. Yilly asks, what's the real difference between Wi-Fi and Ethernet? I'd say the real difference is about 16 megabits per second, depending on how far you are away from the, uh, the, the, the router. Thanks for the question. Uh, Devin asks, any chance of a Chris to Chris reboot? I like this question because I have an answer. <laughs> uh, yes. In fact, uh, you are listening to a Chris to Chris reboot. This show started, I want to say, in uh, 2005, 2006. We'll go with 2006. It was an uh, interesting time in my life. And uh, this, is the, this is a new show by the same name. Kind of like, uh, what show, Mike, is there a show that is completely different than its predecessor that shares the same name? Uh, no, no. Okay, Mike says no. Uh, let's see here. Ken asks, does Mike have a brother named Ike? That's a good question. That's a good question. It's actually a common misconception uh, because Mike's brother is actually named Hot Tamales. You like that joke, Mike? Yeah. Uh, Yilly asks, would you prefer Mexican tap water or ocean tap water? <laughs> that is a good question. That's a good question. I've, I've actually, you know what? I have had ocean water. I have had ocean water, but I haven't had the infamous uh, Mexican tap water. I gotta say, I'm not a fan of ocean water, but I've heard uh, Mexican tap water is no no joy either. It's no uh, no privilege to drink. So maybe let's let, let's split, split the difference. I say. Uh, I probably prefer Mexican ocean water. I think there's some parts of Mexican ocean water that look pretty clean, pretty clear. A lot clearer than some of the crap we got here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Devin asks, what does a blimp have to do with sandwiches anyway? 
Devin's referring, of course, to those blimp sandwiches. You know, I actually always assumed that it was because the sandwiches were shaped like blimps. And I hope it's not for any uh, tragic reason. Thanks for the question. Ken asks, what is the worst movie to watch when you're happy? That's a good question. I like that question. If you, if you want to kill a good mood, you know, if you feel like you're, you're too happy and you want to kill a mood, a kill a good mood, I should say, I recommend these movies. Uh, watch The Road. I remember I actually saw The Road in theaters. It's based off of, a, I assume, a very famously depressing book. It's a post-apocalyptic kind of world. I assume the world ended from a nuclear war or something. But there's people still around. And it's depressing the entire way through. Even the colors are depressing. Everything about that movie is depressing. It's wonderful. Uh, another good uh, depressing movie to watch is Hereditary. That, that's a horror movie. I saw it for the first time a few months back, actually. Um, yeah, it's, it's a movie that kind of sits with you. It, you. You feel like you watch Hereditary, and you, you just feel like crap for a few days. So, uh, yeah, definitely watch Hereditary if you want to bum yourself out. Uh, and another one, there's, there's so many good depressing movies, but another one is The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. It's a movie about World War II, concentration camps, kind of. So, yeah, uh, go check those out. I don't, need to, I don't feel like I even need to elaborate on The Boy in the Striped Pajamas without uh, giving away more than that. So definitely uh, watch those if you want to bum yourself out. Yilly asks, when is it okay? Or no, when is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. you know what I missed? Uh, hold on, I can't read. When is it okay to not ask a question on Chris to Chris? You know what? I misread this question the first time I, uh, I, uh, I saw it. Jeez, uh, and I liked it. I liked this post without even reading it correctly. When is it okay to not ask a question on Chris to Chris? Okay, okay, let's think about this. The best time or the, the most appropriate time to not ask a question on Chris to Chris, I would say, you know, if you're getting married, you should still find a way. You know, uh, you probably have your phone on you. It's 2019, so you could probably still find a way to, to message us on Facebook somehow. Um, if you are, you know what, how about this? I'll say this. If you are at somebody else's deathbed, if it's your own deathbed, I feel like you still should kind of ask us a question, you know. How long do I have to live? Uh, will I go to heaven? You can ask us that sort of thing. But uh, if you're at somebody else's deathbed, I think it would be kind of rude. It'd be kind of rude to whip out your phone or your laptop and uh, just start typing away a question. It can wait. In that case, it can wait. But please give us an explanation of why you were late. You know, hey, hey, my, my uncle was dying, and uh, I just wanted to say goodbye. I wanted to say goodbye without plugging your damn podcast. So that, that's when it's okay to uh, not ask us a question. Ken asks, who invented the question mark? Uh, I thought about this. <laughs> and I believe that the question mark was actually invented by uh, Mark Hamill after he bent his lightsaber on the set of The Empire Strikes Back, which is trivia. That's a Star Wars movie. Everybody kept asking Mark what, what he made. What, what is that? What is that, Mark? What is that? They pestered Mark with the question so many times that it eventually became known as the question mark. And you can tell that to your friends, okay? Uh, Devin asks, are there any RPGs that you do like? I think he's asking me that question because I, I, I think I tend to bitch about <laughs> the naming, at least, of uh, a lot of uh, JRPGs. And, you know, like uh, games like Persona and uh, Shin Megami Tensei are, are very popular, 
but I, I, I just can't even comprehend even, I can't fathom the idea of even trying to jump into them because I read stories from people about how like, oh yeah, uh, I'm only 200 hours into Persona 5. Like, I think, I don't know if I've ever put 200 hours into a game outside of maybe Defense Grid on PC. I think I've put like 170 hours. I don't know. I can't even picture myself putting only 200 hours into something. So I do like RPGs. I do like some RPGs. Uh, but I tend to like the uh, the more basic ones. I'm a little basic when it comes to RPGs. Although many games have RPG elements to them these days. Like even uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. That was one of the games I played more heavily. I put like uh, 85 hours or so into that game. And there's RPG elements. Is there RPG elements in that game? Maybe that's not a good example. But, you know, lots of games have uh, leveling up and uh, picking different uh, stats to enhance, even if it's not a traditional RPG. But yes, there are some traditional RPGs that I enjoy. I like the Pokemon games. I haven't played one in probably, jeez, uh, a long time. I think the last one I bought was uh, Pokemon Pearl for the Nintendo DS. So I I'm due. I'm due for a new one. I'm thinking about getting this uh, new one on Switch. Maybe Pokemon Shield or, or Pokemon Sword. Uh, I also like the uh, the South the, the most recent South Park games, uh, Stick of Truth and the Fractured Butthole. Those are pretty fun games, and they're they're RPGs. They're they're kind of like uh, the first one, Stick of Truth, is is a lot like Paper Mario, except you know foul. And uh, Stick of Truth is a little bit more strategic in the way they do things, but uh, also still kind of Paper Mario ish, but also foul. I also uh, enjoyed uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution on the Wii U of all consoles. And uh, I'm planning on getting, <coughs> pardon me, I'm planning on getting this game called Ring Fit Adventure, which was just announced for the Switch. And that is a fitness RPG. They use, uh, use some equipment to, to, to be fit and uh, play an RPG. So look out for that. Maybe uh, we'll do a review of that. So thanks for the question, Devin. Uh, Ken asks, how many clowns can actually fit into one of those clown cars? That is a great question. I think uh, I think that it's actually just one clown, maybe two. But I'm thinking it's just one clown getting out of the car, running to the other, the other side of the car in the back seat, and uh, just you know swapping his uh, wig out, maybe his nose, maybe uh, doing maybe he's a quick change artist and he changes his whole clothes, and he's got like 20 layers of clothes as soon as he starts the whole thing. But I'm pretty sure it's just one clown. Maybe two, like I said. Devin asks, if you jumped out of a submarine, would it be called sea floating? That's a good question. He's re I believe he's referring to the idea of skydiving, you know? We call it skydiving when you jump out of a plane. But my question to you is, can you actually jump out of a submarine? You know? I think that a submarine, you know, it's deep underwater. And I think that being under tons of pressure in the ocean would actually cause the water to come crashing in on you and uh, slam you into the wall or something. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I slept through most of my ocean physics classes in uh, college. Thanks for the questions, guys. These, these were some wonderful questions. As always, if any of you have questions, even if you have never asked a question on this show, please feel free to ask us a question. We are on social media. That's a great place to ask us questions. We, we ask for your questions on our Facebook page every single week. Uh, we're at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E 
We're also on Up and Loaded at Twitter. We're also on Up and Loaded on Instagram. And we're also on Up and Loaded at upandloaded.com where you can download these episodes, stream these episodes, etc., etc., etc. Let's wrap this show up with some poll results, which, by the way, we have a, a poll on our Facebook page every week. Last week we asked, which Colonel Sanders would be more fun to date? And I was, I was kind of surprised by these results, but, you know, curious. Curious. Uh, 20% of you, only 20% of you said that uh, you would date or, or prefer to date the original recipe Colonel Sanders. That's old man Sanders, you know? He's wrinkly. He looks like fried chicken incarnate, right? But 80% of you said that uh, Naruto Sanders, that's anime Colonel, Colonel Sanders, he would be more fun to date. Very surprising results, but uh, yeah, if you guys want to expand on that, feel free to in any of our comment sections. Uh, let's see. This week's poll asks, hey, how do you feel about clowns? Go ahead and uh, answer that on our Facebook page. It'll be fun. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Tell your friends about the show. This is episode 51 of Chris to Chris. It's been fun. I hope you guys had a good time. I sure did. Hey, do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else. <laughs> <laughs>